0: Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. We serve an awesome God our way. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah,
1: Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. I love what I feel in this place right
0: now. And I know it's just going to keep on getting better. In the name of Jesus. Let's welcome our pastor to the pulpit today.
2: our uh, our guest with us here today you. You. Uh, okay, uh, why't you why don't you just greet someone around you today as you're seated today in the name of Jesus you may be seated we're uh, we're gonna do something a little bit different today is that all right I, I'm, I'm excited to have Reverend Jones here with us today. Good, it's good to have uh, Brandon and Karen with us today. And um, I'm looking forward to the word of the Lord. I know that God has given him a, a word, I'm sure. and uh, But today, the, the Lord's just been kind of dealing, dealing with me about something. And so um, I want us to just kind of allow God to... To talk to us for a minute this morning and um, just do whatever God wants to do Amen. Amen. I, I believe that God is doing some great things in his people not not just in this local assembly but I mean around the world I believe that God is is dealing with people and is opening up their their eyes and their understanding for so long the the, the church, the, the group of people have been. Maybe I can, maybe I can just be plain here today. They've been narrow minded. I, I believe that our focus has been uh, so tight on just one aspect of God of what God wants to do. You know, we, we talk about the kingdom of God Jesus preached about the kingdom of God and how that the kingdom of God is at hand and the the earth is the Lord Lord's and the fullness thereof we, we understand that and so it's all part of his kingdom everything in creation is part of God's kingdom and we focus on just the spiritual aspect of the needs within our world and, and Do not misunderstand me by any means, but the the spiritual need of man is the most important because that is what will last. That's the eternal portion. But God is concerned about every aspect of man's life. God is concerned about every need that we have in our life, whether it's emotional, whether it's financial, whether it's physical whether it's spiritual, whatever it is, he's concerned about those things. And I believe that he is calling his people, the the church, the ecclesia, those that are called out, he is calling them to a greater vision. Amen?
1: Amen?
2: Amen. More, More than just... You know, I, I want to meet on Sunday morning and have a great service. I, I want to come together on Tuesday night and, you know, and have a great time of prayer and teaching. I, I want to come together on Saturday morning and, and have a great prayer time. Those are great. But God wants to do so much more than just that. And so I believe that God is, is talking to us about that. And, and, and part of being able to do a greater work from God or for God, is something that the enemy has, has really come against the mindset of the church in. Now, we've, we've got our, our, our offering basket here, tithing, offering. And I, I, let me just preface this by saying, I thank God for your faithfulness. I, I thank God that the, the, the people of this church, you're very faithful in, in giving your tithes and your offering. And, and I thank God for that. I, I, I pray that you would continue. If, if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not faithfully giving your tithing, your offering, you're not doing those things, I encourage you to do those things because that is a promise from God that if you'll do those, he'll, if you give, he'll give back to you. Luke 6, 38, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. That is a promise from God that if you give, he gives back to you. Now, it has almost become, well, I don't know, in the Christian realm it's become kind of, Taboo if you if you will to to speak about you know about money and about giving because there's been so many uh, so many uh, or, or so much attention drawn to a, a few men that have, uh, have have misused God's God's uh funds have, have misappropriated what God has given and, and so it, it's been uh, this mindset has been propagated that you know all those people in church, all they want is your money. Listen, I don't want your money. I, I, I'm just being honest with you, okay? Uh, if if you stopped if you stopped paying your tithes, you stopped giving your offerings, you know what? God would make a way, and the church would remain. We would still go on. Mm-hmm. It's not going to stop. And so, this is not about you know the church wanting your money. This is about You doing what God says, and God being able to bless you. Amen? Amen?
1: Amen.
2: And and I I honestly believe that. I have seen that in my life. I've seen it in your lives. I've seen it in so many people where where they give. And and in order for us to have a kingdom mindset, there has to be more than just this church or, or the churches in general. If we look at the ministry of Jesus, we can see how that when, when Jesus would go into a city, he didn't go to the, to the temple. He didn't go to the, to the tabernacle or to a place of worship. He went in to where the people were, and he began to, to draw, a, draw a crowd around him. And what was the first thing that Jesus generally did? he prayed for the sick. There'd be healings. There'd be miracles that were done. He met their physical needs. He started reaching out and, and, and touching the individuals through through his love and his compassion for them. And I believe that it is the same in the church that we need to have a compassion for the community that is around us. This morning, God just really began to, to talk to me about the vision for the church and how that it has to be such a greater vision it can't just be about you know people coming to this to this building and and being filled with the Holy Ghost and, and their sins being forgiven and them being baptized in his name but it has to be uh, it has to be more than that we have to have a presence in the community to where the community recognizes that Jesus loves them and that he cares about them Amen. oh if we're gonna make a difference in this world we have to show the love of God and we have to allow the Spirit of God to work through us and to minister to the people around us. Amen. Now, I, I know today, if you look around, we're, we're few in number. There, there are several that are out today. We have some that are away, some that are sick, different things that are going on. But even when everyone is here, this is a small congregation. All right. And in our flesh, we would go, well, what can we do for God? But just because we're few in number does not mean that we are not mighty through God. Amen. And God is able to multiply; He is able to to do a work. It's a matter of us having the vision. I begin to, as I was as I was praying and just kind of studying and, and reading God's Word this morning, He began to deal with me about uh, community things that are needed. You know, and and. and uh, The New Testament church, um, there were were so many that they would abandon their children. If if there was an unwanted child, they would actually take them to uh, a landfill, and they would dump them off, leave them there to die. They would toss them into rivers. They would leave them by the sides of roads. They would do those things. And history tells us that many people that were in the church would go to those places and they would seek them out. They would seek those children out and they would rescue them and they would bring them into their homes and they would they would do things.
1: Oh,
2: oh come on. I, I feel God talking right now. I feel God trying to get a hold of us to recognize that that we have more of a responsibility in this world than just Sunday morning and, and, and midweek services. Oh, right. We we have a, a responsibility to this world to make a difference. Yeah, oh, I, I, thought, I, 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 I begin to think of the, the, the homeless that, that are around us here. Do you know that, that just up the road here where the uh, uh, where the turnpike crosses? there's a homeless encampment that are back in the woods there. How many of you are aware of the homeless encampment that is behind the CVS right there in Mineola? There are so many in this world that are hurting, that are lost, The Bible gives us instructions that we're to care for the widows and the orphans and those that are without. That's that's the call because this is all God's kingdom and that is the the kingdom work that God calls us to. And so when, when we start talking about you know uh, uh, about people giving of their tithes and their offerings. It's not just so we can keep the lights on here. It's not just so that you know that, that we can have a nice place to come and to worship. It's not just so that we can grow, but it's so that we can do God's work. Amen.
1: Oh. Amen. And,
2: and and I know that that right now we're we're few in number, but but. God is expanding my vision so much I, I I have a desire to do so much more for God Amen. Amen. I, I would love to to be able to start some sort of a, a, a an orphanage if you will a children's home we we have a need in central Florida for that there are so many uh, kids that are in uh, that are in uh, a DCF uh And there are agencies that they do not have places to house them. There are children that are sleeping on the floor in their offices because they don't have a place to put them. Those are God's kids. They're, They're part of His creation. God sees them and He loves them. We we have we have so many needs in our community that God wants to reach into. And he says, listen, you're my church. You're my people. And I want, to, I want to use you. I want to be able to flow through you. I want to be able to use you to be able to start these things. And I know in our own in our own minds, in our own flesh, we go, well, God, how could that be? I don't have the resources. I don't have the the talent, the ability. Yes, but do you have the desire? Because that's what it takes, is if you have the desire, God is able to give the increase and to do the rest. Oh,
1: that's right.
2: Amen. Amen. Oh. Amen. And I, I believe that <clears throat> I believe that God is is wanting to birth something in his people. Not in not in the church building, but in those that are his those that are called by his name those that are that ecclesia the called out ones those that are saved those that 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 love god and desire to do something for him and i believe that we need to i and i talked a little bit about this on tuesday night i believe that we need to begin to declare god's word to declare his works and this morning, I, I felt so impressed. I, I, I want you to participate with me in something that is, it, it's very simple. Okay, I, I, I know that this is not going to be some great revelation to you, okay? But the Bible says that we are to try God and, and prove Him. To see if He won't pour out a blessing that you can't contain. Now, I know that I'm doing this spur of the moment, Okay. Mm-hmm. And I understand our society. Just a minute here. I'm gonna I'm gonna receive an offering. And, and I'm not asking you to you know to to do anything crazy. All right. I, I just I would like for everyone here to be able to participate. And so for those of you, because I, I know a lot of people don't carry cash off it's just a, a a part of our society so i i stopped this morning and, and i broke a 20 okay so so if there's anybody here you don't have any cash on you this morning i i've got cash for you i want you to participate you can you can give a hundred percent time because i I'll, I'll give you some cash and you can give the whole thing to god <laughs> all right but i want everyone to be able to participate this morning i want us to do exactly what Luke 6 says here, and let's let's prove what God is saying. You know, we don't take a hold of God's word the way that we should. But I believe that if we begin to declare God's word, and we begin to act on that, That God is going to respond and he is going to pour blessings out and it's going to to open up opportunities for us to do greater things for his kingdom. Is there anybody here, you you have a a desire to see something uh, done in the community? I'm sure that if I ask today, there there are probably some that you know you would love to do a you know or, or to see or to be involved in in some sort of an outreach ministry, whether it's a, a you know a, a homeless shelter, a, a you know some sort of a, a soup kitchen, a, a food ministry. Uh, I, there's just countless ways that that it could be done. Right. There are so many ways and. I believe that we have people in in God's body that desire to do those things but they don't have resources God has all the resources but he's saying listen you gotta you, you gotta work with me. and so today we're going to begin that work if you would stand with me I, I'm gonna like I said is it is honestly and I, I'm not saying this to, to embarrass anybody like I said I know that a lot of people don't carry cash Is there anybody you don't have any cash on you this morning? All right, we're going to take care of that right now. Because I want everybody to be able to participate. There, you have cash. Anybody else not have cash? You don't have cash? Here, have cash. Y'all can give. Anybody else? You don't have cash? Oh, come on we we're, we're, we're going to give a tithe under the under the lord today we're going to give an offering unto God and i want everybody to be opened up to receive a blessing today amen amen, amen. if you have your Bible I want you to read the scripture with me because we're going to declare God's word we're going to declare what God says in his word Alright Luke 6 verse 38 and I, all I'm doing is just declaring his word I'm not adding anything to I'm not taking anything out I'm not trying to to, to give God uh, ideas about how to how to do it because I don't want to limit God God's got ways that I can't even think of so Luke chapter 6 verse 38 let's all read it together or quote it together it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, withal it shall be measured to you again. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we are honoring your word and your. We're honoring what you have said, God. Lord, and as we give this to you, God, we ask that you would bless it. God, that you would multiply it. God, improve to those that are here today, God, your faithfulness, God. Lord, and give back in greater measure, God. Press down, shaken together, running over, God. Calls men to give into our bosom, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for it right now, God. Lord, and as you do these things, God, Lord, open up our eyes, God. Open up our vision, God, Lord, to greater works for you and for your kingdom, God. Lord, and let us realize, God, let us be like Abraham, fully persuaded, God, Lord, that you are able to do above anything that we could even ask or think, God. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for it, God. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. I'm just going to stand up here, and I'll, I'll be the first one. You can just bring your your offering to the Lord today, and we're gonna we're gonna expect the promises of God to be fulfilled. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you today, God. Lord, we thank you today, God. Lord, we honor you, God. Lord, we honor you, God. Lord with our giving, God, right now, we honor you, God. Thank you, Lord, for that that you are about to do in each life that is here right now, God. Oh, asana ya
1: Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
2: Jesus! Thank
1: you, God! Thank
2: you, Lord! Oh, hallelujah! 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 Thank you, church, for and everyone that is here. Thank you for responding to that and hearing your hearing your pastor's heart this morning. I want to do so much more for God.
1: Yes. Amen.
2: And I do not want to in any way limit God. No. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I know that in my own resources, I'm limited. But I know that God's resources are, are unlimited. Yes.
1: And God is
2: able to do all things. Hallelujah. Thank you. Why don't you remain standing and welcome Brother Brandon Jones as he comes and ministers Amen. to us today? Amen. So good to have them here with us.
0: Praise the Lord. Isn't God good? Amen. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. Amen. What an awesome God we serve. Amen. I'm not going to keep you standing long. Um, uh, let's go into uh, 2 Samuel chapter 4. I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I'm just going to read verse 4. And uh, if you have it, say amen. amen. If you're cheating and looking at the screen, say amen. amen. Confession is good for the heart. <laughs> Scripture says, Jonathan, the son of Saul, had a son who was crippled in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. She grabbed him and she ran off. And as she fled in her haste, he fell and became lame or crippled. And his name was Mephibosheth. Let's all ask God to move in this service right now as he already has. Dear Heavenly Father God, uh, we thank you for your power. uh, We thank you for your grace, your anointing God, uh, your mercy, Lord Jesus. uh, Hallelujah. Just go on and have your way, God. We're opened up to you, Lord. We're excited for what you're going to do in this house. Hallelujah. Jesus. We're coming fire down from heaven. Hallelujah. That anointing, that fresh anointing, Oh, Jesus, we pray. Somebody clap your hands. Lift up your voice and give Him some glory. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah! 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 Amen, amen. You got to smile at somebody first, and then you may be seated. There you go. Amen. It is so good to be in Claremont.
1: Yeah.
0: Now. Granted, I did wake up in Claremont, and uh, <laughs> but still nice to be here anyway on this beautiful day, and uh, with with Pastor Uncle Mark, <laughs> my goodness, and then I saw Elephant running around here, uh, brother brother Jacob, man, I remember that guy when he was uh, I don't know he had a growth spurt at a really young age, <laughs> he was, but uh, it is so good to be in here, Aunt Jennifer, the beautiful family. The newlyweds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. 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 Brother Logan. What a good man. I've I met him a couple of times, but I got to talk to him a little bit yesterday. But uh, he seems like a good guy. He seems I think Don't tell we'll him. I, yeah, no, we'll keep him. Don't tell him I said That's that. Right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Mephibosheth. Um, Let's get into the Word. We're going to talk about Mephibosheth today. I'm going to preach, if you'll let me. i got a little bit of teaching in here, but I want to preach. I think that God is going to minister to somebody's heart this morning. Mephibosheth, we know that he was the son of Jonathan, the grandson of Saul. He was born into royalty. He was born into greatness. He was in line uh, to take the throne. But he was only five years old, and the news came to him that his father had died in battle. And his grandfather had committed suicide. And after the army defeated the king, they were coming for his family. It was customary that they would, you know, if, if someone was going to kill the king, they'd go after all of the lineage. They wanted to go after every single person there. So nobody was in line to take the throne. That's
1: right.
0: And so, as in our scripture we read, the nurse, she became afraid. And she knew she had to get this, this young child out of there before he too was killed like his father and grandfather before him. And in her escape, she ran, she fell. And because of that, this boy became crippled. My title this morning is Crippled, But Not Forsaken. Mm. And I believe that if you'll be attentive this morning to the Lord, if you'll open up your hearts and your minds, I'm going to minister to both those who have received the gift of salvation and those who have not yet received the gift of salvation don't Amen. think that God has forgotten about you. That's Don't right. think that God has forsaken you.
2: Amen. That's right.
0: Don't think that your problems are gonna get the best of you. That's right. Though you've been knocked down, you have not been knocked down.
1: That's right. Yeah. In
0: Exodus thirty two, we learn of God's fair judgment. We learn about Moses. He went up to the mountain. God had given him the Ten Commandments there. And on his way down, he heard some some, some worship and some noise going on in the camp. And they weren't worshiping God, but yet Aaron, who he left in charge, had made an idol. And they started worshiping this idol. Right. Now, Moses was very upset over it. We won't get into the whole story. He was upset. Right. But he told the people, he said, I'm going to go back up on top of that mountain, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask God to forgive you for what you've done. Right. And so he went up there, and in his conversation with God, he spoke with them, and he said, Lord... Show mercy to them. If if if, it, if it's in your will to smite them down, instead of striking them dead, come after me. And he tried <clears throat> tried stepping in, but God, He's He's a fair God.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: He told him, He said, No, Moses, go on down and you just lead those people. Right. I want you to know that your salvation is not dependent upon your your pastor. Your salvation is not dependent upon your family, but it is solely dependent upon yourself. That's right. right. The Lord did not give up on the Israelites, but he told Moses, go and lead those people. Now, Aaron made a mistake. He shouldn't have done what he did. You know, and Aaron's mistake, I mean, it, it would have crippled the Israelites. It would have hurt them. Sometimes we look at church, and we look at it as a safe place. It's a safe haven. You can come if if you have weight on your shoulders. You can just come down to the altar and, and let it all go.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Every relationship that's broken, we know that when when you come here, when you get in the presence of God, when you connect with Him and you feel that anointing, those relationships begin to mend. That's right. There's so much Amen. peace. Yes. That's right. We revere it as a as a sacred place. And sometimes certain situations will arise that they may violate that safe place, that place we hold so dear to our hearts. You work so hard for the church. You work so hard in ministry. And and and, and maybe, you know, somebody didn't come to you that week and, and tell you, I really appreciate all you've done. And it starts to, you know, it, it can weigh on some people. That's right. You may be in this building, say, "Oh no, no, I I don't ever, I don't need that." There are some people that that they want to hear those words.
1: That's
0: right. Or someone uh, you're close with, uh, uh, one of your besties, a good friend, they leave the church, and you start to feel alone. I don't sit with them anymore. Where did they go? What happened? You give a suggestion. I've I've seen this one many times. You, you give a suggestion, you go up to worship leader or pastor whomever and say, Hey, you know, and, and sometimes that suggestion doesn't go heard. And you start to feel, Oh, you know, I, I really put a lot into that. I really, you know, and it hurts. That's right. The situation then becomes a, 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 a crippling blow if you'll let it. It becomes a crippling blow to your walk with God. That relationship that you had with him. Your prayer life. You, you you're praying for a miracle. You're saying, God, this is what I need. Every morning you're waking up early. You stay up late at night. You're praying and praying. I I need this. This is you know whether it's a lost loved one, whether it's a a, a miracle, a physical ailment in your body that you're praying for, and you're saying, God, I need you to meet this. That's right. And it it doesn't get met in your time. So you start to become weak. You feel this this crippling weight on you. Mm. Mm. Jesus, Come on. you feel that you can't have that comfort that you had in church. You feel that, 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 that prayer closet, the area that you go inside your house and you pray, it just it, it doesn't feel the same. That's the enemy attacking at your spirit, telling you you can't go on another day. <clears throat> just like when Mephibosheth's nurse had tripped, She made that mistake and she had crippled him. And life well-meaning people could inadvertently hurt us. The nurse had good intentions. She thought, you know, she was doing everything right. She's going to save this young boy's life. Life is tough. You may have been broken by other people. You may be struggling with an addiction because of someone else. You you may have been put at, at a disadvantage. Because of someone else, but it wasn't intentional. They tripped, and now you feel as though you become crippled. But in our story, Mephibosheth had survived that fall. That's
1: right.
0: Though he he had to walk around with 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 a limp, he had this ailment that he carried with him. You know, he had people that had to had to help him move from one location to the next. That's right. He survived.
1: That's right. That's
0: right. Now, he, he had to get out of Dodge because those people were coming for him. Sorry. They were going to kill him, so so he went out to Lodabar. And Lodabar, literally translated, means land of nothing. You know, you got happy land. You got, you know, play land and all this. This was nothing land. It was way out in the boonies of nowhere, you know. that's <laughs> right. Next uh, Next to nobody wants to move there, Bill. <laughs> I mean, he had, to, he had to go pretty far. That's right. The enemy wants to use certain situations in our life to try to cripple us, try to get us to, to run from God, try to get us to hide. That's right. <laughs> That's right. What are you doing showing your face around that church? devil will start to whisper in your ear. What are you doing uh, associating with those people? They know your failures. They know your faults. They know your past. Come on. That's right. But Paul said it best in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 when he said, My grace is is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. I want you to know that though you've been crippled, though you've been knocked down, though you feel like the weight of the world is on you, His strength is made perfect in your weakness. He is strong. That's when He works His best miracles. When we're broken down, when we're on our knees saying, God, I can't do anything else. I don't know where to turn. I don't know where to go. But we say, God, I need you. And He's smiling on his face. He's looking down at his child and he says, I've got this. Hallelujah. Come on, does somebody know it to be true this morning? Has somebody experienced the saving grace of God? His miraculous power. Thank you, Jesus. You may have been knocked down. You may have been spiritually crippled. But you are not forgotten about. There is a God that cares about you. He wants to pick up the pieces. And make you whole again. Hallelujah Jesus. He wants to have that relationship. That he wants to have with you. Jesus. The enemy thinks he can. He can uh, violate. This sacred place. He can get you to start doubting God. <laughs> and as soon as he starts to get you to doubt God, oh, that miracle you've been praying for, God can't do it. If, if, if he could do it, he would have already done it. He's going to start to whisper these things in your ear. Come because on. if he can break that off, if he can violate that security that you have, right. the faith that you have, whoo, come on, the same faith, Faith that has been known to move mountains. Jesus. The same faith that has been seen in people's lives when cancer was healed. Jesus. Amen. Yes. That's right. That, you know, that devil, he may be crafting and cunning at times, uh, he, but I know the Almighty God. I have had a personal relationship with him. I, I walk with him. I pray and I talk to him. And you do as well. And when you do it, you know that he's right there with you. You know that when you feel crippled, when you feel broken, when your heart needs amending, you can feel his spiritual arms just wrap around you and say, I am here. I love you. Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody just lift up your hands. Somebody just receive it right now. Hallelujah. Jesus. I thank you for your miraculous power. I thank you, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We've all made mistakes. We've all come short of the glory of God. But in his word, there is Repentance. Jesus. Right. Yes. Sometimes we we, we we do get in that running spirit. We get it on us that we think, no, we've got to turn to the land of nothing. We've got to get away from the church. Hmm. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. And heal their land. Yes. That's right. He is a God of forgiveness. Yes. He is he a gives. great and mighty God. Yes. It doesn't matter what yes. we go through. Yes. God's got this. That's right. He's Amen. got you in the palm of his hands.
2: Amen.
0: He's picking up all the broken pieces. Amen. He mends the broken bones. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He loves us so much that he came down... To this earth and gave his life for our sins. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When you ask God for forgiveness. And truly turn from sin. Just trust that he has forgiven your sins. Amen. Just trust that he's blotted it. Out of the book. Any sin, any recorded record, it's gone. It's erased. That's right. Amen. When you're washed in the blood. You're not defined by your past. The Bible says he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. In May of 2009, in China, there was a wealthy wealthy 20-year-old man drag racing through the streets of China. And his vehicle had struck and killed a a pedestrian at a crosswalk. And this crime can be the death penalty for some. When they found out about his excessive speed over 70 miles per hour, and they they saw this man's light and callous attitude afterward, he didn't care what he did. It caused an outcry in the city, so he was arrested. Later, they found out that the man who was sentenced was not the criminal at all but someone who had been paid to take the three-year prison sentence for him. The rich family of China's do this to avoid justice. In China, this is so common that they call the person who does the time for somebody who had done the crime a substitute criminal or a replacement convict. They agree to a price, then they do the time. People who are, are broke and desperate are willing to make as little as thirty one dollars for every day they pay for another's crime wow. <laughs> wow. I want you to know something my God was not broke <laughs> my God was not desperate he was not penniless yet he became a substitute criminal for you and I, oh, when He fully paid yes. for our crimes, when He gave His life up there on that cross uh, on Calvary, uh, what but love could have motivated my God? Oh, yes. oh what yes. but love could have motivated my God to fill my shoes, Jesus? Yes.
2: Hallelujah!
0: Yes. Oh, He's such a great God. He's such a merciful God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In 2 Kings chapter 4, we learn of the death of one of Elijah's servants. And um, the widow, she was married to that servant. She came to Elijah and she said, I need a miracle. She went to the prophet and said, "I, I need something from God. And She explained her situation. She told him that he had known that her husband was gone. I'm a widow. All I have left in my household is my two sons. My husband had some debt. And... They're coming after my two boys. After losing a husband, you think that was enough trauma for one to to go through, to suffer. But the creditor is coming after my two boys, and they're going to take them away and make them slaves to pay off this debt. And Elijah asked her, I said, what do you have? She said, a jar of oil. Just a jar of oil. And, and this is what he told her. He said, go and get every vessel, every pot, every pan. Go and get every vessel and fill it up. And so she goes to her boys. She says, I need every vessel. Could you imagine crazy sons running through the neighborhood? Knock, knock, knock. Hey, excuse me. Do you have a, a pot or a pan in your house? We got to fill it up with some oil. Are you going to bring that pot back. I gotta make supper tonight. Yeah. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Do you have do you have a pot or a pan? I need I need a vessel, flower vase. It doesn't matter. Here, take the waters out, the flowers out. It won't be long. I'll, I'll just I'll refill it with water for you. Don't worry. I mean, they had to collect all of them. That's right. Crazy people running around. What do you need all of these pots and pans for? They could have said, "You're a widow. Who are you cooking for?"
1: Yeah.
0: Probably thought she had two hungry boys. <laughs> but she went and she took a little jar of oil. And she poured it into a pot. And it filled up. And she took the same jar of oil. She goes to the next vessel. And it filled up. And she just kept doing it over and over and over. Just this little bottle that she has. This small amount. It was a finite amount. You could look at it. You could put it in a measuring cup. And see how much was in there. That's right. But with little oh. God works big miracles in our little bit, in our weakness. God does His greatest work. Oh, that, that, oh, that oil was just filling up one vessel after the next, after the next, and it kept going. Oh, she rejoiced. She said, son, we need more vessels. And he said, mom, that's it. There are no more vessels. There's nothing left. tell you what when god does a miracle it is powerful to see how he performs it i tell you what when you're praying and you're thinking god i want you to save this person they're a really really bad person they (laughs) oh jesus uh, that person i you're gonna have a lot of work convincing that person to come to church you know, that person there, you may get them in the doors, God, but they ain't going to put any money in the, the, the offering plate. That's that's for sure. That person, we start to have our flesh, our mind starts to doubt. Man, don't set God up for a failure. Don't try to, try to you know, uh, 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 cast bad faith, if you please. When you pray... Know that he's going to do it. Amen. Know that if he did it for her, he can do it for you. Whatever your need is, whatever the miracle is that you're praying for, God can do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Every pot. Hallelujah. They're full. That's right. Borrowed them. Give me more. There's no more. You have them all. And she goes to Elijah. Elijah. And Elijah told her, go and sell the oil and pay off the debt. Whew. You, God. That is, good. is there somebody that needs a financial miracle? <laughs> I tell you what, my grandma always says, uh, she says, God knows where all the gold is hidden. And what a true statement it is. Because when you look at, oh, I got a, a $1,000 debt here. Oh, it weighs me down, this, this, this last credit card, the $1,000 on it. And God knows where all the gold is hidden. Right. He can make a miracle happen. Amen. He knows how to take a little old pot of oil, a jar of oil, and fill up several pots and several vessels. He right. is a great and mighty God. Don't Amen. doubt him. That's right. Jesus. Amen. You, might be, you might be crippled with that on you. How, how can I get through this? How am I going to do this? Oh, oh, I feel this weakness. What am I going to do, God? The enemy has me down. He's weighing on me. What am I going to do? Go sell the oil. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's right. You know, Elijah never told her it's going to be okay. Sometimes we want that from God in our prayers. Yeah. We pray and we say, God, I, I, I need this, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, this, this, this cancer. It has to be healed. You're waiting on the Lord. You, you're going to say it's okay, right? You're going to give me the the reassurance that I'll just wait on Him for a few minutes. Let's see if He says it, you know. And some people they want that confirmation right there in that moment. Right. Come on, they want to hear from God right then that yes, it's gonna it's gonna be okay. That's right. That's if you need it, here it is. It's gonna be okay. Whatever you've been praying for, it's going to be okay. Amen. She right. didn't have to hear that. She just did exactly what that prophet had told her to do. Amen. She did it piece by piece. Everything that he said, she followed, and God performed the miracle. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> you may not get the confirmation that it's going to be okay, but just call on the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, do you know that name? Jesus it's at that name that demons tremble it's at that name that mountains can be moved it's at that name that the crippled can become whole it's at that name that you can arise and walk why don't somebody just lift up your voice lift up your hands call on the name of jesus right now hallelujah somebody
1: say it with me say jesus come on say it again jesus
0: God cares about you, God cares about your struggles, he cares about your worries, he cares about your marriage, he cares about your loved ones. Jesus, 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 hallelujah. Matthew 6, look at the birds of the air, for neither they sow nor they reap. They don't have any farms. Where do they get their food from? Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Amen. Ooh, if he can if he can take care of the fowl of the air, then he's got this. My problem ain't so big anymore. My problem, when it's in God's hands... You you, you imagine God's hands. We always talk about he has the whole world in his hands. Could you imagine how big his hands must be? You think the whole world's in it. How big do you think your problem is when it's in the hands of the Savior? Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm closing. Musicians, if you would come. Just like the joy that the farmer (laughs) receives tending to his crops, our Lord receives joy from taking care of his children. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Mephibosheth was born into royalty. He had it all laid out. Oh, this is good. Man, when you're when you are a child of the king, you got it made. You don't have to look for food, you don't have to beg. I'm a child of the king. Creditor, debt, mm -mm. I'm a child of the king. don't go maxing out your credit cards this week, but I'm telling you, you're a child of the king. You can believe that he's got this under control. Jesus. The army is heading for me. That nurse became afraid. She wanted to protect that child. She wanted to save that child. She's doing everything in her power. That's right. So she picks him up and she runs. She takes off. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be killed by the enemy.
1: Alleluia.
0: Carries him. But in her trying, in her efforts, she had tripped and fell. And from that day forward, he was crippled. Mm. He became broken by her fall. He became crippled her hiding away in Lodabar he grows older he has a child of his own a son and about this time King David was asking around where is this Mephibosheth I heard that he's still alive where is he and somebody had Told him, and so King David said, "I need him in my courts. What do you do? The army was going to kill me. I've had years and years and years and years of the same ailment. Amen. This is my life. You start to become accustomed to your weakness. Come on, Hallelujah. come on." Whew. When the enemy tries to pull you out of the church, he tries to tell you, that king, oh, you're no longer a child of that king. He tries to separate you and distance you from what your destiny was. Jesus. Oh, come on. He tries to pull you apart and say, you're going to live with this ailment. Oh, shut up. That land that was in your name that you were going to inherit is no longer yours. You can't have that blessing. Come
1: on.
0: Could you imagine if we said, devil, my God's got this. Come on. If we put it in his hands. Hundred sheep, one of them goes astray. The shepherd leaves the hunt, the 99 sheep, and he goes after that one. That's right. And when he gets that sheep, he brings it back and he rejoices over that sheep more than the ninety-nine that have stayed faithful. That's right. There is a God and He is calling out. Mephibosheth was afraid yet he still came before the king he didn't know what the king's intentions were he didn't know if the king was going to kill him nobody said it's going to be okay nobody told him my biggest problem is about to be right in front of me God I'm going to face it knowing that you are there with me he bowed before David in humility And David told him, do not be afraid. He actually got the confirmation he had probably been praying for. You and I would have been praying. God, is it going to be okay? Is it all right? And he gets in there. And immediately he is rest assured, it's going to be okay. Because there was a covenant made between Jonathan and the house of David. That land was restored to Mephibosheth. Everything that he had lost. Oh Jesus! Oh. Come on somebody Everything that he had lost You may be crippled You may be lying at the feet of your biggest problem Oh Jesus oh, Come on Oh but there is a God who is ready to put the pieces yeah. back together. Yeah. Uh, there is a God uh, who is ready Hallelujah. to mend the, the crippled bones. He's ready to restore to you uh, everything that you have lost. Uh, everything that has yeah. been stolen from you. He's yeah. ready to put it all back together.
1: Thank
2: Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Oh Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Anybody that would, if you want to come on down to this altar right now, and I'm opening it up. Hallelujah! I want you to join me uh, down here at this altar. Uh, I believe that God is going to do some things in this house. Uh, There's some miracles uh, that you've been praying for. Yeah, that's it. Uh, hallelujah! There's something you've been praying for. Uh, and Oh, shut oh, shut I believe that it's going to happen in this house I believe that a miracle is going to take place I believe that there is a God Who is ready to mend relationships There is a God Who is ready to heal There is a God who is going to reach down With his mighty hands